Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to my first official podcast.、Um, today, I was planning on talking about. I was actually planning on talking about Kim、uh, Kardashian and、uh, the birth of, or the news of her surrogate、uh, being pregnant with her. Fourth child, but、um, something else came up, and I decided, well, hey, why not use that as my first official podcast, right?、Uh, as many of you know,、uh, I've been on TMZ a few times, and today was one of those days that I was supposed to be on.、Um, and what usually happens is that they give you a couple topics, and Two of the topics today、uh, stood out to me. One of them was on Kevin Hart and Ellen DeGeneres and how she has、uh, vouched for him at the Oscars. And the second topic was, as I'm sure you could guess, on R. Kelly and the documentary that would have been on yesterday.、Um, and I'm going to start off by saying I did not watch the documentary. I did not watch the documentary because I did not want to watch the documentary. I did not want to, to watch the documentary because I did not need to.、Um, this is 2019. The first time I would have known or had any sort of idea that R. Kelly was a pedophile. Would have been reading about him in Word Up magazine when it was leaked that he had、uh, married, or there were rumors that he was married to Aaliyah. Right, that would have been the first time. Now back then, it wouldn't have weighed heavily on me, right, because I was a kid, just like she was. Fast forward now to 2003, when we had Napster, and the talk of the town was R. Kelly has been. There's a video of R. Kelly and this young girl, and so obviously, as with everyone, I looked for this video. Now my feelings then are obviously different than my feelings now, but I am going to be one hundred and ten percent honest about how I felt when I first watched that video. I saw that video, and when I was when I finished watching the video, I was like, I don't see the problem because she knew what she was doing, she knew what she wanted, and. I thought that because I watched the video, I watched her interactions with him, right? And I said to myself, "Those aren't the interactions of someone who is, quote unquote, inexperienced." And that was my; those were my thoughts for a very long time, but. Okay. 
that video impacted and shaped my way of thinking on many different levels over the years. At first it was, well, on that flippant way. And I was like, well, R. Kelly should know better. He's a grown man. But at the same time, she should know better than this. That was my first line of thinking. Then my second line of thinking, the more I thought about it, I was like, okay, Faith, why did you get the impression that she knew what she was doing? And the reason I got that impression is because I saw a little bit of myself in her. Oh my gosh, what are you talking about? Well, for those that know me, you know that I speak freely about my sexual history. For those that don't know me, you're going to hear some stuff now. Um, I knew that when I was her age, I knew what sex was, right? And I knew that I enjoyed it. I knew I enjoyed the feeling, the pleasure I knew I enjoyed the power over the boys who, you know, were desirous of me, you know? And so I knew that when I pursued someone specifically to fuck, that's what I wanted at that age, right? So that's why I could look at her and I was like, she doesn't look like she's being forced to do this, you know? But then I also, over time, I was like, but he also knows better. Like, you see, I'm a person, because I I lost my virginity at an early age, so... I was very sexually aware. I was that child. I was looking in medical books to see what this does, what that does, um, what's penetration. If I didn't know what something was, I would look it up. I would be sneaking. Okay, we had a pharmacy in Bermuda called Hamilton Pharmacy. Yeah, I'm about to reveal something now. Um, And they had like a porn you know, they had like the porn section and I'm tall. So they had the porn section at the top. Right. And what I used to do is I used to take the penthouse creations or uh, variations, sorry. And I used to put them in like a comic book and I used to stand in the corner and I used to read the penthouse variations magazines. This is me when I was in high school. Right. So That's why I said I could see a little bit of myself in her, right? But I also thought about how vulnerable I felt at times when people older than me got wind of the fact that I was sexually active, right? And the nervous laughter and the discussions, you know. And I thought to myself, well, he's a grown-ass man. He knows better, right? But then I thought, I see this shit all the time. 
Growing up in Bermuda in the 90s, we, I, went Barclay, I went to the Barclay Institute. And a lot of times we would walk from Barclay to the bus terminal, right? And when you're walking, you would have to pass like a set of bathrooms before you get to the bus terminal. And there would be fellas sitting off on bikes, not illegal age in Bermuda to have a bike at 16. So, you know, these fellas are like 16 and up. And sometimes, you know, well, yeah, the 16 and up. And, you know, they'll be hitting on the girls. A lot of girls that I went to school with, they had older boyfriends. You would often see this during sports day when they would bring their boyfriends to sports day and it would be seen as their older cousin or somebody like that right so I always had a very I always had conflicted feelings when it came to this situation and that's basically the head reason why I didn't want to speak on it on TMZ because I couldn't just say one thing and let it go. Now, this documentary, I peeped online and I saw, you know, the surviving R. Kelly hashtag. And it's basically saying things that we've been, that we've been seeing since this story broke in the early 2000s. We know that he hangs out at schools or we know that he used to hang out at schools and pick up young girls we know that there had to be complaints now you see watching the i watched the introduction to the trailer right and the first thing one of the ladies says is that there's a difference between r kelly and robert and that's true there's a difference between r kelly the man who gave me one of my favorite songs sadie and when a woman's fed up and down low right and robert the pervert the pedophile the predator right? I can remember when the Boondocks did their episode featuring R. Kelly and Huey was the only person in town that had a problem with R. Kelly being glorified and elevated the way he is. And all this documentary and all of the conversation around it is showing me is that People still, in the face of information, play stupid. This is like Bill Cosby all over again, but on a different level. Because as one of my girlfriends put it, she said, at least with Bill Cosby, like we were hit, at, we were hit with it all one time. With R. Kelly, this is 2019. At least 19 years I have known about R. Kelly being... Okay, longer than that, because like I said, the whole thing with Aaliyah, right? Why is this man still free? And that leads us into another discussion about respect, loyalty, and honor for black women, right? And appreciation. How many black women have to stand up and say, R. Kelly raped me? R. Kelly held me captive. R. Kelly beat me for R. Kelly to be fucking arrested. Hmm? 
We fail our black women and our black girls all the fucking time. I'm scrolling through Twitter and all I can see, I see people writing big and proud. Oh, I stand with R. Kelly. Why? Huh? Why? He ain't even like, it ain't even like Bill Cosby, your fictional dad. All R. Kelly does is produce good music, right? Can't take that away from him. But outside of that, that's it. And it's not even like it's, oh, it's only black men that are saying this and they're not protecting us. It's black women too. We're throwing each other under the fucking bus. We're looking at these young girls and we're telling them, oh, well, you know what? You're too fast. You deserve this, right? And that goes back to having to undo and unlearn old habits, break the patriarchal hole that is on our society and on our and is within our black community and get back to or get to loving and appreciating each and every one of us as we are, right? I don't give a fuck that you have a dick. That'll make you better than me, right? That doesn't mean that you get to dominate me. That doesn't mean that you get to control me. That doesn't mean that you get to use me. And we see it time and time again. Black women go missing. Little black girls go missing. Fuck, here in Barbados, little black girls go missing. What's the first fucking thing you see in the comments? Oh, she must be at a man's house. Oh, she must be going looking for penis. Bitch, why? Why would that be your first thing to think? Why it can't be that she's running away from a situation? We see, I see all the time. I have an 11-year-old daughter, right? And I've, re- I've spoken about issues and instances where, you know, men have catcalled, or not catcalled at her, but like have made me feel uncomfortable with how they've um, spoken to or demanded my daughter speak to them. And you see... It starts with, it starts with, well, nothing in life is free, you hear? It starts with that. It starts with, well, if you want a man to keep, if you want to keep a man, you got to learn to do this, that, and the other, right? It starts with that kind of bullshit. And then it leads to, well, you feel you near a woman? Let me show you what woman is, right? It it then leads to, well, she's out there, you know, showing off her body and thing. Well, she's asking for it. It then leads to beating young children for being normal. You see, we understand that children, we understand in theory that children are sexual beings. We understand in theory that children go through puberty. We understand in theory how hormones affect children, right? And I say we understand in theory because God blame you, we ain't fucking understanding when it comes to seeing our children flossing up and, and, and doing certain things. And I'm going to admit I'm guilty of it too. I have to check myself sometimes, right? Now... I, my daughter, okay, I'll use this. <laughs> the first time my daughter saw Jason, saw Jason Derulo, right? 
he was on a muscle and fitness magazine. So you know a muscle and fitness magazine, you know what they're gonna do, right? They're gonna oil up his body. He's gonna be slicked down looking gorgeous. My child must have been about eight, right? We're in Linda's supermarket. This little girl stopped in the middle of the, stopped in the middle of walking and was like, Oh my god, he's so beautiful. And I laughed. I was like, Oh my god. There's a a commercial that comes on TV for Nestle Crunch. And there's this fella that comes on whose name Sparrowhawk. Sparrowhawk. Sparrowhawk caused my daughter to stop what she was saying in the middle of a sentence. Sparrowhawk caused my daughter to sit there and be like, oh my God. You understand? From the time she hears that commercial, she comes running, right? I understand why. Sparrowhawk's fine as fuck. You understand? Jason Derulo slipped down as... You understand? I understand that. And I have to further understand when she comes into having certain feelings, right? And... We have to both understand that our children are sexual beings, but also protect them from both themselves and those predators like R. Kelly, like those fellas that hang out outside of high schools after fucking school, like those men, um, like the van man, like the fucking taxi drivers that see a girl in her school uniform and want to give her talk because they think they tell themselves, well, shit, she's easy prey, easy pickings, right? These same men will run through these little girls, right? These same men will turn around, pass around these little girls to their friends, smile up, smile up in their face, and then bad talk them, right? Degrade them. You understand? When these women get old and want to do better for themselves, they're going to always fling back in their face what, how much of a this and that and slut whore this, that, and the other they are. Because uh, apparently they like they fought themselves at 13, 14, 15, right? We need to start holding men accountable. I know we say this online a lot and, you know, we throw the memes around, you know, it's time to start holding men accountable. No, for real, like we really need to start holding men accountable, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. I recounted on Facebook and I'm going to recount it on here again about my experience in the ZR that time where there was a there's a ZR driver he is up for uh child porn and inter- like sexual assault or sexual something like that right um interfering with a minor basically and so is his so-called girlfriend and this it, the conversation came up and the driver in the van likened the young girl or likened young girls to veal right and I was like nah like that's not that's not it you know and then he also turned around and he said I was like you know when you buy fruit when you pick fruit you put it down and you wait until it gets right and he turned around he says um no I said when you see fruit on the tree you leave it and you wait until it gets right and he turned around he said well I pick my fruit early And I was so fucking disgusted. And I was even more disgusted that I was the only person in a van with other adults that said something. We need to do better. We are failing our children. We need to do better. 
Now, I know I said this is going to be about R. Kelly, but this is, again, this is why I said I couldn't speak on TMZ because it's a multi-layered, it is too multi-layered to just speak on simply. I do want to thank you for lending me your ears. Um, I welcome your feedback and I do look forward to bringing you some more information, hopefully something not as heavy as this um, later on. But in any case, thanks again and feel free to subscribe and share with your friends.